The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you so much for joining us as we start out the beautiful month of February, depending where you live in the country. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, how are you, my friend? I am doing great. It is a beautiful month and kind of weathered our way. We'll talk more about it through some snow and oh stuff, but uh, yeah, that's a whole oh. big thing we'll be talking about. But I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. You know, we, we deployed our rapid response division. And by the way, if you just join us for the first time, Eight Days of Hope, we travel the country and we do a couple different things, but I'm going to keep it into two buckets. One bucket is we respond to natural disasters, either right away or a year later and rebuild homes or providing food, tarping roofs, chainsaw work, things like that. And then we have another arm that builds safe places for women and children rescued from sex trafficking. And uh, that arm has been around for about four years. We're building a $7.5 million campus in Ohio as we speak. It'll be the largest facility in the Northeast for, for girls between ages of 14 and 18. But, Mike, last week, yes, we were in our hometowns. Mm-hmm. Yes, Eight Days of Hope Rapid Response Division. <laughs> the heavy division brought in a bunch of bobcats and heavy yeah. equipment because, yeah. Mike, we had seven feet of snow. Feet, F-E-E-T, feet of snow. I got gotcha. you, and you know, I, I didn't get down to the South Towns where you were because I was still trying to dig out of the North Town, North Towns to be able to, um, you know, just just get around and get life. And there were some elderly people and others that we were helping in our area. But yeah, praise God! Did you ever think in your own hometown, the ministry that you're oh running is coming to, to bail you out? Or, I mean, we're or dig to, you out. We're used to tornadoes and hurricanes and floods, and you know, our Bobcats. Thank God, we have about a dozen of them. But we brought four in town, Mike. We had four different teams go out every single day. And I think we end up serving about 90 families. Oh, my. And, you know, you know, people don't realize when you get six, seven feet of snow, and there's no exaggeration there, West Seneca, New York, had 84 inches of snow. Oh, gosh. That's seven feet of snow. That doesn't <laughs> include anything that blows around or, or gets plowed in your driveway because they're clearing off the street. Now, one thing about West New York, they do a great job of removing snow. Usually within 24, 36 hours, sure. the roads are wet and, and easily drivable. But Mike, the the ends of people's driveways. Yes. I have pictures of end of people driveways in West Seneca and Hamburg, uh, like nine to ten feet of snow. Mm-hmm. And so when people would back out of their driveway, I mean they, they they just they just couldn't back into the street. Right. Yeah. I mean they just couldn't. And so they would have to like have somebody like make sure there's no traffic or stop the traffic. But how does a single mom with, with a baby in a car seat, right. in the back seat, back out onto a road? They don't, you know, oh, unless they have someone to help them like that. Because, oh. and you know, you know, hats off to our, our, our local highway and our plow guys that are coming and, and clean the streets. But yes, you're cleaning your driveway and it's, then it's at the end of the driveway and you clean it out. Then it's at the end. And oh. that is not something that is even easy to shovel. Even no. a, even a snowblower, no. no. it takes a no. long time. All right. Well, can, can you keep a secret? Okay. I'll try. So for the first two days, I went and volunteered. Did you really? And, and, and I shoveled for two days straight. Oh Mike, my. Mike, I was, I was popping Advil like every five oh hours. I'm like, my. please Lord. You know, it, the Bobcats, we sent a Bobcat out and we sent a couple shovelers and then a couple people with, with, um, rakes to remove snow. 
right off your roof, off the roof, right? Because the snow was so heavy on the roof, uh, we were afraid. You know, some of the families we were talking to, the elderly, they were afraid their gutters were going to be torn off their house. That's right. So I thought, you know what? I, I'm going to take a couple days. So Friday and Saturday, the first two days, mm. I was all bundled up. I'm I'm shoveling <laughs> next to a guy, and of course he says, "Well, how long? You know, how long you've been volunteer with Eight Days of Hope?" I said, "Well, you know, for a little while now." <laughs> he goes, "Man, uh, he goes, you like to shovel?" I go, "Yeah, I love to work. I like to actually physically oh, work." My. We we had so much fun. Okay. We laughed so much. We had a chance to, and we'll talk about it with our guest in a minute. By the way, our guest is going to be Joe McGreevy. He is a volunteer leader with 80s Ope, and he was in the middle of the seven feet snow for like five, six oh, wow. days. And actually, I worked with Joe for a couple of days, so we'll talk more about that in a minute. But we had some amazing God stories. We had mm. a chance to love on people, pray with people, had a widow just literally in tears as we were praying for her and, and, and shared a little bit more. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. But yeah, that was... Ooh, that was a whirlwind. Oh, my. And, that was something. And, oh, yeah. And uh, for a guy that I saw maybe th- several weeks before named Steve Tiber that went out in his backyard with a T-shirt on while it was snowing. <laughs> and to say uh, you're bundled up, I'm glad you bundled up. <laughs> oh, man. I hear you, man. I, I keep you a little bit crazy. But last week also, um, and by the way, if you, uh, NBC Nightly News. Yes, on on Monday, uh, two weeks ago, and ABC News, America Strong, they both did stories on Eight Days of Hope. Yeah. National news. How does that come about? Oh, my gosh. So apparently the local networks, you know, they share stories, and, and because the weather was such a big story, especially in upstate New York, mm-hmm. that ABC News uh, on Sunday, uh, so that was two Sundays ago, tomorrow, so tomorrow, two Sundays ago, okay. uh, American Strong, they did a minute, 30 seconds on Eight Days of Hope, and, and the lady said, these are my snow angels. Oh, my. I know. And my son was on that, I was Steven. just going to say, yeah. that, that had to be a special blessing Oh, with, my gosh. And he Steven. did good. Yeah. And- I mean, he got interviewed, and, you know, he's not... You know, my daughter Hannah is more of a a, a communicator. Uh, Stephen is less, but he did a great job. I, you know, when they first put them, asked him questions, I was getting nervous because I, <laughs> I know how he's got a big heart. He, but, oh, you know, know, he's not a camera guy, but he really did excellent. <laughs> yeah, he did. So uh, just Google search Eight Days of Hope, NBC News, Eight Days of Hope, ABC News, and. Um, of course, there was some editing. You know, some of these national news cast. I mean, yeah. let's be serious. I mean, they, you know, we do this because we love Jesus and we want to share Jesus. Right. Um. The, you know, some editing, but but again, um, some. Yeah, it was it was it was still very good. Well, the impact yeah. that eight days of hope I can now say has made on this country, mm. you know, has been just tremendous. I was just thinking the other morning, and I was thinking about you know back two thousand five, the phone call with your dad. We've talked about that so many times that. Uh, and then I'm thinking about all the equipment and all the, and I'm just kind of reminiscing and praising God oh, for all that he's been doing. Amen. And, and didn't know we would have Bobcats. We had, we had guys from Mississippi up here. <laughs> How'd they? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dustin Sullivan, his head was on really? a swivel. I mean, he had seen like two or three inches of snow in his life, but not seven, eight no. feet of snow. Uh, but that was me. But also, last week we made some exciting news. We made an announcement. Uh, you know, okay. yes, you know, Mike. Past eighteen years, we've traveled the country. We've had these major rebuilding trips. Mm-hmm. We've had nineteen of them. Well, last week we announced in Amory, Mississippi. Okay, come on. We were there last year because of the tornadoes in March. You know, uh, I think about two thousand homes were damaged. There was loss of life. Which whenever yeah. you hear that, gosh, it breaks your heart. Um, 
But last week, uh, we tried to bring some joy to those in need, and we had a press conference, and we announced Eight Days of Hope 20 is happening. It's a rebuilding trip. It's family-friendly. You can bring your friends, your neighbors. We need skilled volunteers, less skilled volunteers. It's March 9th through March 16th, and volunteering is open on our website. Our promotional video is up. Mm. Please share that. Uh, you'll see pictures of, of Chandler Gurley's hometown, Amory, Mississippi. She's in it. Uh, we actually talked to one of the widows, Miss Lee, that will be helping out. But 8 Days of Hope 20, March 9th to March 16th, and I know you're coming. I am coming. My uh, wife and I are going to come together. Oh, she says, I really want to go on these trips uh, now that the place that we are in our life we yeah. can do it be more, more and more together daughters married and 110 grandkids no how many kids a lot of grandkids but uh, we are looking forward to going okay. and uh just seeing it and then coming up and seeing the headquarters and the concert yes. and just spending time with yeah. eight so, days of hope family yeah so before we get to our first guest let's just talk about that for a little minute and then we'll take a break and we'll bring joe on and talk a little bit about our our outreach with, with okay. that crazy snowstorm so from march 9th to march 16th we are looking for Anyone who wants to come serve, skilled volunteers are needed. There's no doubt. We need roofers and framers. We need carpenters and framers like never before. I mean, a tornado, you know, it's not like flooding. It comes up four feet. You gut it out and, you know, you put in a little wire and a little insulation drywall. Mm -hmm. Two days later, you're done. We're talking about homes that need major construction work. Absolutely. So we need painters and people that do flooring. If you are a plumber, an electrician. Uh, 100 families is a goal. Our goal is to help 100 families, Mike, rebuild their homes for free, All right. sharing the gospel along the way. Mm-hmm. And we expect we expect about 1,500 people. Really? So the last three trips, you know, kind of since COVID, it's kind of quieted down. We were averaging 3,000. Then we dropped down to about 1,200, 1,300. But on day number one, when we announced it, Mike, over 300 people signed up. On the first day. On day one. <laughs> From like 26 oh states. It's like, I was thinking, do they have nothing better to do that? They hear the announcement, they and run, but I'm little, glad they don't. And we have a little over a month oh left. Gosh, so, yes. I mean, you imagine at that, num- that number at yes. this time, at that time, I mean, it's going to be, yeah. It's going to be a lot God. of fun. Some of the most commonly asked questions, uh, how much does it cost? It's free. It's free. We provide food and lodging. We have all the tools. We do need skilled volunteers, but less skilled are invited as well. We're a family-friendly ministry, Mike. And yesterday I saw the Powers were coming from Texas. The Powers have like 94 kids. And and whenever they come, our numbers like double. Double. But I love that we're family-friendly, Mike. Sure. I mean, it's so exciting when you come and you see a family there. Mom, Dad's working, and, uh, you know, I always go back to a story. On a warmer day, I saw a family, and Mom's feeding her baby in in the front yard. The son's cutting the grass in the backyard. The dad's working and doing drywall. It was just a a real family event. I love it. Those kids will really connect with the Lord and be servants the rest of their life as they see Dad and Mom doing such stuff. Amory, Mississippi is in Northeast Mississippi, uh, and March 9th to March 16th, we'll be there. And during the outreach, we're doing something we have never done. Mm, Come on. We're bringing in a national Christian music tour, and they're going to make a stop to support Eight Days of Hope. Our friends, Darren Mulligan, We Are Messengers, Ben Fuller, and Jonathan Trailer, who I love. He's from Dallas. He's the worship leader. Uh, He's going to bring some edge to the stage as well. But on Thursday night, March 14th, in Tupelo, Mississippi, about 25 Mm -hmm. miles down the road, Mm -hmm. all the volunteers are going to be able to get front row 
most, well, they're all not going to be in the front rows, but they're going to be in the front section. They're going to get to meet the artists, hang out with the artists. We're going to have dinner uh, there on site, and it's a night of free concert. If you live locally or regionally and you want to come, we're going to take a love offering at the door, and all the money's raised will go help out these families in Ambry. Oh, that's, a, that's so exciting. Now, when you say the word tour, you know you're in big time now. Tour, baby. <laughs> Bring it There's on. There's a tour coming in, and not just a band. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that's exciting. You know, I sent Darren. Darren's over in Ireland. Darren yeah. Mulligan's the lead singer of We Are Messengers. He's from Ireland. And so I sent him the ABC uh, news story on AD's Hope in okay. our, our relief up in Buffalo, New York with the seven feet of snow. <laughs> And he's like, I think I'll stay in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll stay. <laughs> well, he, he knows there won't be seven feet of snow in Amory, Mississippi oh, in March. That's for it's sure. It's exciting to get down I there. Know. Can't wait, can't yeah, wait, can't be a lot wait. Of fun. Volunteering is open. Go to 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions. Can you bring your youth group? Yes. Can you bring a pet? No, I'm sorry, you can't. Can you bring an RV? <laughs> yes, you can. Can you eat all you want while you're there? Absolutely, yes. yes. Eight pounds of hope, baby. Yes, bring it we on. Got it on. Yeah. we got it going. Eight daysofhope.com. Watch the video and share that with others. We'll talk more about that in the second segment today, but let's go to break, Mike. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Joe McGreevy. He is a volunteer leader with 8 Hope, and um, I actually had a chance to serve with him for a couple days yes. last, a couple weeks ago. And and uh, I was afraid that I would fall into one of the, the drifts and they wouldn't find me because the <laughs> snow was so high and I'm not the tallest guy, but uh, that didn't happen. But I what, wish I got down there to see you shoveling <laughs> no, and no, falling you, into drifts. You would have been really in trouble, man. There's some heavy drifts down there. Oh, like, yeah, I oh know. I saw it. I was following it on Facebook and, uh, and Twitter the whole time. It was just amazing. I, I, we helped. Uh, gosh, I, I know we got to go to break. I, we helped out one lady. She was, I want to let my dog out. She goes, but I think if I let him out, I won't find him. <laughs> And I, I said, you probably won't, ma'am. So kind of stepped on and made a path for them. And yeah. the things you do when you do in ministry. Keep them on the porch. <laughs> That's right. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm sorry. We're not crazy. I'm Steve hanging out with Mike. When we come back, we're going to talk about the outreach that 8 Days Hope didn't see coming, where we helped families in need because they had seven feet of snow. I'm serious. We'll be back in a minute. You listen to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Over the last 19 years, we have traveled the country to love and serve the brokenhearted by helping them rebuild their homes after natural disasters. Today, we're ready and excited to announce 8 Days of Hope 20 is happening March 9th to March 16th in Amory, Mississippi. Last year in March, Amory saw an EF3 tornado come through the town and damaged thousands of homes, and there was even loss of life. And now we as the body of Christ get a chance to serve this community again through March 9th through March 16th. You're invited. It's free. We provide food and lodging and there's something for everyone. Can you bring your family? Yes, you can. During the outreach, we're also going to have a special night of worship with Darren Mulligan from We Are Messengers, Ben Fuller and Jonathan Traylor at a free concert for the volunteers and the families alike. Please join us. All the information is on our website, 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating your doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Got a lot in my past. Got a lot on my mind. 
There's a lot of things I want back There's a lot of me I don't like But I Just as I am to you And I know Just what you're gonna do When I need grace Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, talking about Eight Days of Hope 20, uh, March 9th to March 16th in Amory, Mississippi. It is our 20th rebuilding trip, and we are messengers who just sang that song wholehearted. They will be there on March 14th, so if you volunteer with us, you can get to go to a free concert. You get to meet these guys as well and hang out, have dinner, and just kind of relax a little bit. But hey, my name is Steve, hanging out with Mike. And Mike, we have a special guest. He's yes. in studio. In studio, We yes. like that, don't we? It's, yeah, we do. Let's do it more. Let's do it more. More often. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have your coffee yet, Mike? Um, I only <laughs> I'm gonna had get, a half a I'm cup. Gonna, I'm going to get you another half cup. <laughs> All right, Joe, Joe McGreevy, thank you so much for coming to Hope Rains. Well, thank you for having me and um, being able to sit down and talk with you and Mike. And it's a pleasure. Thank you. Well, first of all, I can already tell you're a pro at this. Oh, you just yeah. got to step in. I mean, you, you know what? Let's just, Mike, let's take a break and just give the yeah, ball to I mean, Joe. Yeah, look at that radio. <laughs> listen to that radio voice. Yeah. That's great. All right, Joe, you live in Western New York, and you actually live in a more northern town. I know you got some snow. How much snow did you get at your your, your house? Well, uh, roughly around 12 inches, not okay. nearly the amount that they got in some yeah. areas, yeah. for sure. Do you know what people are saying in Mississippi and Texas right now? Ah, just 12 inches. <laughs> 12 inches of snow. No, maybe oh, shut down for a month. But but uh, Joe, and before we even get to the snow, how long have you been a volunteer leader uh, with ADs Hope? How'd you hear about us and how long have you been serving with us? Well, um, I actually heard about you uh, on WDCX radio oh, yeah. in 2018. Uh, you were doing an interview with Neil Boron and uh, you were asking for volunteers. Your warehouse in Buffalo was just um, opening up. So I went down, I think it was in July 2018, and I just fell in love with the ministry, and uh, it was right up my alley. I'm kind of a handy guy, and so uh, I just had a great time um, helping out, uh, preparing the offices, um, which house, I don't know how many ministries, it yeah. must be 14 or yeah, so. Yeah, 14 ministries in our building in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, so, and then um, I pretty much volunteer, I try to, one day a week at the warehouse, yes. and um, then some of the events locally, and I have been on one trip nice. to Laplace, uh, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yes. Laplace, yeah. So the snow really hit the south towns of Buffalo, and I know that um, deploying to Buffalo, not because of a hurricane or tornado or flooding like we normally do, or even fires out in Maui, some of the things we've done over the years or even over the last six months, but when you went down to West Seneca, Hamburg, and you saw seven feet of snow, it becomes it becomes real pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's, um, I hate to use the term because so many people use it, but it's like surreal. You can't believe that there's so much snow. And it's just, um, I guess you just have to experience it uh, in real time to be able to 
really get the full impact of it, but it's a lot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> so what was what were you actually doing? I mean, I, I know it's probably a, a question of not just shoveling. Did you, I mean, running a, a, a truck, a plow? <laughs> well, we do a number of things. The, the first thing is we're there to, to um, bring comfort and hope to people. Sure. Because um, they're, they're in dire situations. Many, many people, um, had, you know, some had not left their homes in seven, eight days because they were just snowed in and they're older, many of them, unable to remove their snow. And when you get um, a catastrophic event like that, you know, you can't find snowplow drivers and no. such. They're just all, they're all too busy. And so people were, you know, snowed in. So we're there to bring comfort. And then, uh, you know, we um, clear out the driveways. We take snow off the roofs. Um, uh, I don't operate uh, what we call a bobcat or a skidster, but I can operate a shovel. Yes, you can. And I saw you move that shovel. <laughs> yes. Woo. You were moving pretty quick there. And one another thing uh, some of the volunteers were doing, I know that, that I had a chance to do this at a couple of homes, is clear out the vents where the furnaces and the water heater are, it got exhaust. The furnaces to prevent carbon monoxide buildup. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the, and again, I, 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 We'll talk about Miss Rose in a minute, but Miss Rose is in her 80s, widowed 18 months, married 49 years, very precious lady, but she was concerned that her furnace uh, was backing up because of the snow, and and we you know we took the time to really dig out around that so she wouldn't have that issue. Yeah, well, there's a lot of dangerous situations. Uh, there's a lot of ice and uh, heavy snow on electrical lines, in which you have to be very careful about, sure. and we try to clear around them uh, as safely as we can. People have generators, gas generators that yeah. need to be cleaned out yeah. and so that they can work in the event that they do lose power. It's their backup generators. Um, and like you said, all the vents. And uh, when you have uh, six, seven feet of snow on top of your roof, all your your um, vents from your uh, plumbing system are covered up. You know, And so we try to make sure we can open some of those up and, uh, you know, whatever we can do to make the people safe and uh, to help them out. <laughs> you know, I, I'm thinking I want to thank some of our, our radio stations that carry this program, like WEWH in Dublin, Georgia, and KBAN in DeBrader, Louisiana. They they are probably, their minds kind of like going 100 miles an hour because snow on a roof covering up your plumbing pipes and, and your exhaust on your furnace. I mean, this is this is dangerous stuff if, if you don't take care of the, uh, those things. Yes, uh, very dangerous. Um, and, um, uh, well, there's a lot of dangers, uh, not only the venting systems, but just, you know, the, the snow yeah. uh, with the wind blowing, um, the drifts hanging off the roofs would extend out past the roof sometimes two, three feet. Easily. And if Easily. that ever fell on someone, particularly over an entrance right. way, very dangerous. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that we do to make sure that people are safe. And uh, one of the first things we do do is pull that snow off. So Yeah. So, so Mike, let, since you and I, we, we were born and raised here, spent, you know, you spent all your life in Buffalo. Right. I've spent most of my life, mm-hmm. minus 19 years in, in Mississippi. Sure. Um, it is, you know, when you get seven feet of snow and you clear off the streets when the plows come, and, and our our guys are and they're ladies great. doing the plows are unbelievable. Sure. But now they're they're taking all that snow and they're pushing it on your end of your driveway. Now you got to clean that out. So the ends of your driveway 
aren't seven feet tall. It's like nine, 10, That's 11 right. feet tall. Yeah. And so there were many homes that I went to on day number one Friday. We were in a town called West Seneca. We were on a street, I think it was called Gervain. And yeah. every single end of the driveway of everyone's home was taller than I am. I'm 5'10". Sure. sure. And so I just, I had to try it. I pulled my car in one one driveway that we had worked on and then I try to figure out how do I back out I have a I have a camera so mm-hmm. I can see what's behind me but there's no way you can see what's to the left or right of you and and you know what if you're a widow and you're trying to go get a prescription or a single mom trying to go get some diapers and you're going to risk your life backing right. out of your own driveway it's Absolutely. dangerous so did have you re- did you run into many that were needing medicine and needing diapers and what about food if, as long as they were locked on their houses yeah you know the good news is is we did know the storm was coming i think most people the the food kind of t- you okay. know was taken they- care of i do i am aware of a situation and there might have been a second one because i i was there two days out of the five or six days we were there that somebody ran and got a prescription i think someone from our host church Revive Wesleyan, by the way, one of our oh, national great. partners. Give them yeah. a shout out because they were amazing hosts for mm-hmm. us. Um, Joe, did we work together anywhere? Yes, we did. Okay. Uh, so for the record, I want the world to understand that Steve can do physical labor sometimes. All right? Well, uh, actually, I uh, ran into your father the other day. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Here we and go. And so uh, actually at a funeral, I told you about a, uh, this friend of ours okay. who passed away. Yeah. And your dad was Sorry. there working. And I, I, I knew he worked there. So I was telling him, oh, I was just with your son, Steve. Uh and he said, was he working? Oh. <laughs> so I, I said, you should have seen him. And my gosh, this guy was a sh- shoveling machine. Oh, thank you. I got to buy I, you lunch. I mean, he was sweating. He'd take it <laughs> off his I mean, it was cold. But he was so uh, worked up. He had his hat off. He, had, he, he, he took off layers of clothing. And uh, he was just going to town. Oh, thank you. Th- that, that paid announcement was brought to you by Steve Tiber III. No, no Mike, you know how it is. My yeah. role with Eight Days Hope, I love the work. Yes, you do. And, and, and we had so much. Did we not have fun? Uh, well, you know, that's one of the things. With Eight Days of Hope, it's, it's, it's a family. And uh, we have so much fun. A lot of teasing. Uh, you know, lots of, uh, you know, joking around and, um, you know, I feel like I was in high school again, in the locker room It's just, it was we great. have so much fun great. and, you know, Steve's just one of the guys, you wouldn't think that he, he's the leader. He's just another one of the guys and, you know, he can really poke fun at you. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, yes. Well, it, it comes my way too, though. Yeah. I promise you. I mean, my dad, my dad was doing it with you in a minute. Yeah. If you're just listening, you've never volunteered with Eight Days of Hope and you don't know anything about us, go to our website, eightdaysofhope.com and just submit your email address. And the next time God opens up the door for us to love and serve someone in need, we'll invite you. Uh, and that's one of the ways that you could stay in contact with Eight Days of Hope. We just announced our next trip to Emory, Mississippi. Another way is by texting us. You could join our text alerts. Just text the word HOPE, H-O-P-E, HOPE, to the number 86373. Text HOPE, H-O-P-E, to the number 86373, and we will send out text alerts. We probably do about 15 of those a year, but that just keeps you in the know of how you can be a part of Eight Days of Hope. Joe, you served for multiple days 
and 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 I know that you probably have a story. You know, I don't know what family touched you. I know that you know I have a couple I can share, but I'd like to see if you have one. Um, was there anyone that you prayed with, that you talked with, that you coached, that you encouraged, that you loved on? Because uh, I know when you do snow removal, it's so cold. Some of these people they just don't want to come outside because they can't get outside, right? Or 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 just you know the, the amount of snow. But anything you uncovered, Joe? Well, uh, there's multiple stories. Uh, People are just so grateful. They can't believe that uh, there are people in this world who uh, are willing to come in and help them. And it's, it's, I, I think they're overwhelmed by the kindness mm-hmm. of Eight Days of Hope. And mm-hmm. it's actually the kindness of God. But at any rate, there is, um, I can think of one, the woman's name was Marsha, and we got to her place. And uh, her driveway had not, not been plowed or anything, her sidewalk. She had been wow. stuck in her house for, you know, seven, eight days. And um, so, and she has a really bad back. And the person who normally does her snow removal was out of town. And she was just so grateful. And we had a chance to take time and pray with her. And she was just mm-hmm. sobbing and crying. And we said, that's okay. And then the next thing you know, we're all hugging and, she was just incredibly grateful, and she said, you know, this never would have happened if it wasn't for you guys. And we said, well, it's the love of God, and, you know, mm-hmm. we're just here to, you know, to demonstrate that as best we can. And, you know, it's a real privilege, Steve, um, to be able to serve and be like the arms and the legs of God and to show that love to people in need. And, you know, it's uh, just a very tangible expression of God's love towards people, mm-hmm. and they— Oh, they're so grateful, sobbing and crying. I mean, I don't know. I've done a lot of things in my life, but, um, and I hate to sound selfish, but it's it's a great time. It's it's a high to be able to mm. participate with God and help other people. Mm. Talking to Joe McGreevy, he's one of our 275 volunteer leaders from around the country. He was in Buffalo, New York last week with a, uh, a team of uh, heavy equipment operators. Uh, some some people like Mike and I, who are less skilled at pick up a shovel, were there as well. And and about ninety families saw Jesus in action through these volunteers. Mike, you've been there. You've served mm-hmm. with these so many times. I guarantee you that Joe and I. I can speak for myself just for the two days. You know, I was simply exhausted at the end of the day. Simply sure, sure. exhausted. Um, you get a little food in your stomach. You're in a warm climate. It's around 8 o'clock, and you look at your wife said, I think I'm going to head in pretty soon. She's like, you okay? <laughs> but, Mike, my heart was full. That's it. You, that's and, it. And when you serve with 8 Days of Hope, it's not because 8 Days of Hope. We're nothing special, right. but God is. Yeah. But when you when you serve others and you give it all you have, and, and something happens, not just to the person you're serving, but something happens to you. Sure. So— what Joe said and what Steve just said, folks, you got to come out and volunteer because there's something that happens, as you just said, when you give of your time and you see the effect that it has on people, especially the elderly. They're, they're, they're in, I mean, it's a frightening thing mm. to be in your house snowed in and you can't, you don't know what to do or where to go. Right. And there's, and, and then you go like Steve did, I'm sure Joe did, get home, get in your chair and whatever. And there's just such a peace yeah. that comes over you and a thankfulness to God. And so, but you can only experience that when you go out and give it yourself. Gotta go. Praise God. Eightdaysofhope.com, eightdaysofhope.com. And Joe, we had lots of fun. You know, Jim Dobmeyer, he's one of our volunteer leaders and he actually helped lead this event, led this event. 
And, you know, I'm 63. I think Joe maybe is about four years older than me. But every single family I met, uh, I told the people, I said, hey, my dad's operating the Bobcat. And so when Jim would knock on the door and talk to them, they said, oh, yeah, we met your son earlier. He goes, what son? They go, that Steve guy. He goes, that's not my son. He's my age. I said, (laughs) so we had, to your point, Joe, we we got a lot done. We loved people. We prayed with people. But, boy, we had so much fun. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's 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 a family experience. I mean, you uh, you're you're welcomed immediately. That's what I remember when I first walked in the door in the warehouse in July of 2018. And Mm. Chandler Gurley, who I had contacted by phone, came up and greeted me. And she (laughs) was so warm. And, you know, and everyone was just like that. You know, you have um family members from all over the country. Yep, you do. <laughs> and you do. it's just such a wide variety of people that you get to work with and become friends with. And, um, you know, the family of God is is really an amazing body. Amen. Amen. Amazing. 30-second story. Uh, we, we helped Miss Rose. She's 86 years old. She's a widow of 18 months. She was married 49 years. And, uh, you know, she had the door open like eight inches because it was very cold. And, and, you know, she wanted, she was trying to hand me, I'll just be candid. She'd try to hand me a couple $5 bills. And, she, and she, her eyes just swelled up in tears. And she said, I don't know what I would do without you guys. Mm-hmm. And I said, first of all, Miss Rose, you keep your dollars. Mm-hmm. We just want to love you. Um, we just want to love on you. And we just want to serve you. And um, she says, you know, I went, uh, I went to the website, you know, and, and, and thank you for all you're doing. And before we left, she told us the story of how her husband died. And, you know, we always tell people, don't be so focused on the task, you miss the chance to connect with the families. Right. And so here I am. I, I, I do like to work, and I'm trying to get up the, it done so we can get to the next house. And I thought, Steve, you got to live out what you and the other leaders share with everyone else. And so we just stayed there for about 10 minutes. She talked to us with her door open. And, you know, we cleaned out our events and I just said, Miss Rose, do you mind if we prayed with you? And her eyes just swelled in tears and said, please do. Mm. And we did. Mm. Joe, thank you for your leadership. Well, thank you for letting me be involved in this ministry. Oh, man. Awesome. Joe McGreevy, one of our volunteer leaders based in Buffalo, New York. He uh, he is just an amazing leader. He loves to smile, and uh, he takes a good joke, too, because we had some fun last week as well. <laughs> and that wasn't me that threw the snowball when you weren't looking. That was somebody else. Oh, just, for boy. The record, now it comes out. Yeah. Well, I got a few shovels thrown at me. Yeah. I think, it, I think it might have been the guy over there. <laughs> I took off my coat. We were working so hard. I took off my coat, and I laid it next to a driveway. Okay. And I forgot what house I left it. I had to go back and find it. And they had plowed. Oh, we had so much fun. Anyways, um, 8daysofhope.com is the website, 8daysofhope.com. Our next outreach is March 9th to March 16th in Amory, Mississippi. If you know how to do flooring or roofing or carpentry, we need you. If you know how to paint, come hang out with us. Can you make a sandwich or can you do laundry? You're needed too. Go to 8daysofhope.com for all the information. We'll be back in a minute, and we're going to talk a little bit about the outreach in Amory with Glenda Russell, one of our volunteer leaders in Kentucky. We'll be back. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Do you know over the last 19 years, Eight Days of Hope has helped over 9,000 families rebuild their homes for free in the aftermath of a natural disaster. About 55,000 volunteers have traveled coast to coast with Eight Days of Hope. And today, we're excited to announce Eight Days of Hope 20, our 20th rebuilding trip from March 9th to March 16th in Amory, Mississippi. 
Last year in March, an EF3 tornado came through the town and wreaked havoc. Thousands of families had damaged on their homes and there was loss of life. And now you and I get a chance to be the body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus, and you can join us. It's free. We provide food and lodging and all the information is on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please join us during the outreach on March 14th. We are messengers Ben Fuller and Jonathan Trailer are going to put on a free concert for the volunteers and the families. Again, all the information is on our website. Go to 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. To Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Ben Fuller singing the song Wide Awake. And Ben and We Are Messengers and Jonathan Trailer are joining Eight Days of Hope during our next outreach, Eight Days of Hope 20. They're actually going to be putting on a concert in Tupelo, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and it's free. We are taking a love offering for the families we're serving in Amory uh, because we're going to be doing a rebuilding trip in the aftermath of an EF3 tornado. My name's Steve Tiber, hang out, hanging out with Mike. We'll be at the concert as well, Mike. Absolutely. Yes. It's so exciting to think a tour on their tour dates. They've, they've partnered with Eight Days of Hope. They found so- a way to make it work. Yes. You know, they were doing a tour and they called me and they said, well, where are you at with the process? I said, well, we haven't announced it yet. So they actually, they actually announced the tour date before we announced Eight Days Hope 20. And so we did have a couple people on the internet because we played a couple games because we couldn't announce it yet because we didn't have the video yet. By the way, the video is on our website, our Facebook page as we speak right now, the promotional video. But they, yeah, but we had a couple people that they played Columbo on us. They said, well, wait a minute. Ben Fuller usually plays with eight days open. He's in Tupelo. What disaster happened in Tupelo in March? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're they excited. Found us out. All the volunteers are going to be able to go to the concert, meet the artists, hang out, have a great meal that night. Again, all the information about eight days hope 20 Amory, Mississippi is on our website. Uh, Joe, he, he was a good guest. You know, Joe, Joe what a great guy. You know, just so great radio voice, too. Yes, yeah, yes. But no, just so put together and appreciative and, I mean, just servant heart. Yeah. 
just comes out. I, I like serving with him last week, you know, for the couple of days I did work because he's so tall, you, you didn't lose him. But there's a couple other volunteers. <laughs> if they walked down a driveway, you didn't know what driver they were at because the banks were so high. <laughs> it was crazy. But hey, let's switch gears. Let's talk about Eight Days Hope 20 and Amory. And let's bring on our guest and one of our amazing, and I mean amazing mm-hmm. volunteer leaders. Yes. And and it's really a duo, but today we, we're blessed to have one of them. Ricky and Glenda Russell, they're from Kentucky. Glenda Russell's on the phone. Glenda, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So, Glenda, when did you, what was your first trip with Eight Days of Hope? My first day trip with Eight Days of Hope was in Houston. Uh, oh. The, the first Houston, Hurricane Harvey. Okay. So, Ricky served a couple of years before that, but I was still working and couldn't get away as much. So, so that was 2018. So that's about six years ago. Your mm-hmm. husband's been a part of for about eight. And, and pretty much right off the bat, you, you became a leader really quick. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Mike, you know Glenda. She, oh, come on. She is yeah. organized. She she knows what she's doing. She can lead a team. I mean, heck, she can lead eight days of hope. She's when, amazing. When you just said six years, I thought she's been there for like <laughs> 60 years. <laughs> as, as solid as she is. Glenda, when you, when you volunteer, what types of things do you do? I, I help to get other people organized um, in the office, work in the office, try to, to track jobs. Well, I, I won't say track jobs. I, want, I will say I help to ensure that families get served. Mm. We, you know, we don't want anyone to fall through the cracks, anyone who's called in and requested help. Uh, you know, it, it's our aim to be sure to put people over projects. Even though sometimes that's hard to do when you're down in the nitty gritty, you know, but the goal is to be sure that no one is left out and that everyone is served to the best of our abilities. So, Mike, the way I look at it, the, the kind of like the brains of the organization, the or, uh, organizing of materials and permits and where right. do the volunteers go next? And, OK, they, they got the insulation on in that house. They now need drywallers there. That falls under Glenda's leadership and the team. And Glenda, you have an amazing team. You have trained up so many people. It's so exciting to watch that team grow. Oh, you, you, you can't do it without others who have a heart for service, you know, and that we've just been so blessed with Eight Days of Hope mm-hmm. with the people who come in with, with skills already, you know, that just have to be trained in the way that we do things. And it's just, it's a God thing. You you see it every trip, you know, you, you always have a little bit of apprehension before you get there is how, how are we going to make this flow? How are we going to make this work? Keep everyone busy because everyone who comes to serve they want to serve. So, you know, we want to ensure not only that the homeowners are served, but our volunteers are served. Mm. And they're put in a place that uh, they can be a blessing, e- even though they come to be a blessing. A lot of times they're the ones that walk away with the blessing. <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, we, you know, we talked about that, that first segment. Yeah. You leave exhausted, but your heart's full. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Glenda, Mike, you you done some, I, I think you have a couple properties up in Western New York that you manage, and it's part of, you know, your retirement, and, mm-hmm. and so you become handy. Sometimes when you do a project, there's a lot of things that can happen that you don't know, you know, like a wall. There's an outlet not working. You think it's an easy fix, but it's not. Right. Imagine if you're helping to rebuild hundreds of homes in just eight days and all the curveballs. It's amazing how Glenda and the team, they're flexible, and they continue to figure out ways to move forward. Well, I've seen Glenda and Ricky in 
in in action and it's just like they're so intense uh and so peaceful at the same time well excuse me no I, we got to get this done we got to do this and and they're making phone calls and they're making right. sure that the job gets done because like you just said you never you open up a wall you never know what you're going to see sure. on the other side but they make sure that the right materials the right people the right situation happens to get the job done right and Glenda, you know, you could plan all you want. You, we could plan the next 42 days or 30 days um, to 8 Days Hope 20 down in Amory, Mississippi, March 9th to March 16th. All the details on our next trip is on our website at 8dayshope.com. You can plan all you want, but literally the day you show up, you might have been there five days ago, but sometimes things change even in those five days on that property that you're going to help that family rebuild. There's something wrong if something doesn't change, <laughs> you know, because something that. will, yeah, something will invariably change or we'll get new information that we didn't have when we were there earlier, you know, working to, to get the assessment done and to determine what type of materials that we need. There's always, because life happens. You know, right. in between the time that we were there to assess and look at things, life life goes on. Maybe the homeowner has gotten some work done or maybe something triggered an, another thing that needs to be repaired that we, did, that we didn't know about. So you just have to expect that. You right. just go in right. expecting, okay, and, and praying that God sends us the right skill set to take care of what needs to be done. And Glenda, I know that you and I have seen that happen hundreds, if not thousands of times I have over the last 18 and a half years of being a part of this ministry where you're just in dire need of painters. You're just in dire need of painters and a, a new group of volunteers show up that morning and you mm -hmm. say, do you have any skilled people here? And two hands pop up and you say, well, what do you do for a living? He goes, well, I paint for a living. You're like, what? <laughs> there oh my you God. go. Exactly. Thank you, exactly. Jesus. Mm -hmm. that, that, and, and even like the day... It, you know, like, like we're on a Thursday and we know what's coming down the pike on mm. Friday and how many people are scheduled to go home. And we're like, but we, we still, we need some team leaders, you know? So, you know, you have a new batch of volunteers that roll in and you say, okay, we need some team leaders. And you're, sometimes it'll be, we need 15 team leaders, you know, yeah, right. and you're thinking, oh, but we only have 20 people showing up. Well, 15 of them will be leaders. <laughs> That's so, how you it know, it's, it's just, yes, it is how it works. And, and, you know, sometimes we kind of chuckle and say, why, why do we worry? You know, you can't help but not be a little anxious, you know, mm -hmm. when, when you think, okay, we've got all of this to do and we just don't know. How, of course, of course we don't know how it's going to get mm -hmm. done. You know, uh, why would we know? So, so, you know, God just shows up and shows out every yeah. time. So, so Glenda, you're on the front lines for sure. <laughs> Not really, the so, front line. The front front line. So how do you, at the end of the day, really get recharged and, and get excited for the next day? You know, it's... It, you you know that it's God because we are just not geared to to go in and be going 12 and 14 hours a day for that many days straight. You know, I, I'm retired. You know, when I'm at home, I can guarantee you I don't do what I do when I'm on a trip. I guarantee you I do not. Amen. So, so, you know, and like the first few trips, I thought, you know, I'm just. Now, when I worked, I did that all the time. But you know, five—that's—that's that's six years in the past. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, but it's—it's it's just the the devotions are so good. And one thing else that I'm going to say: there is always, always someone who will encourage you. There you go. There's 
an encouraging word from mm-hmm. someone or someone will come and they'll tell you a story about something. And we don't always see a lot of, of the homeowners, the families that we serve. So a lot of times our recharge will come from other leaders or from mm-hmm. people that we're working with. And they'll come in and say, let me just tell you what happened to us a, a month ago or whatever. But there's always encouragement. And that's just sometimes that's better than any sermon that you can sit through. Mm-hmm. Is, is someone who's experienced something maybe similar to what you're going through, maybe mm-hmm. not, but just uh, just telling how God is working in their lives and how they've experienced something that only God could, could make happen. And that's a recharge point for me mm-hmm. is, is the encouragement of others. We're talking to Glenda Russell here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. She's one of the 275 volunteer leaders with the ministry, and she's preparing to lead a team to go to Amory, Mississippi, March 9th to March 16th. Actually, she'll be there pretty much four or five days before that outreach. We're expecting thousands of volunteers in our hope and goals to help at least, at least 100 families rebuild their homes for free in the aftermath of the deadly tornado last year in March. And you can join us. Yes, we're looking for skilled volunteers. There's no doubt about it. We need more framers than ever before, more carpenters than ever before. But we also need less skilled people as well. So if you're interested, read the FAQs, go to 8dayshope.com, click on the 8 Days of Hope 20 Learn More button, read the FAQs. Um, Some of the most commonly asked questions, Mike, are, can I bring my kids? The answer is yes. Can I bring my kids' friends? The answer is yes with a parental consent form. Can I bring my youth group? You can. Please read the FAQs. You have to have so many adults. Can I bring my construction company? And and can we be guaranteed work side by side if I want to donate two days because I'm based in Memphis? The answer is yes. And so all that information is on the website at 8daysofhope.com. Share the promotional video. Come join us. We're going to have a lot of fun. And you will get a chance to meet the original Miss Glenda Russell as well. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> very special. <laughs> so, Glenda, um, you and I and Mike, we're not in our 30s anymore, and, and probably um, we're not in our 40s, and, and, and maybe even north of that. And yet, Glenda, the passion you have for ministry, you know, there are people who are summer retired, retired, and they're thinking, now what do I do? My, you know, I have two grandkids, mm-hmm. one lives local, one lives out of state. You know, I'm, I'm, they keep me busy, but not busy every day of every week. Um, speak to that person who's never been on a missions trip and maybe they're semi-retired or retired and maybe it's a, you're talking to a handy woman or handyman out there. Tell them why they should be a part of 80s of Hope 20. That is a, a great question. It's I can't even explain, especially, and I will speak to someone semi-retired or retired because that's, that's where I am in this stage of life. Sometimes we don't always feel as needed or as useful as we did when we were getting up and going to the job every day. Uh, sometimes we just need to, to feel needed, you know, and you will definitely feel needed if you come on one of these trips, but you will also get such a sense of family. One of the things that, that we love about serving with Eight Days of Hope, and we actually had this conversation last night, is, you know, when you get here to serve, you're with people that are like-minded, they love Jesus and Amen. they love to help people. Amen. And Amen. things just kind of go to the wayside after that. You know, when you're in the work world, everybody's scrambling to get things done, to get to where they need to be, to please someone else. In this situation, 
you're just working to please Jesus. And and everybody's doing the same thing. And there's something for everybody to do. A lot of times even some women would think, well, what can I do? I'm I'm not handy. I'm not skilled. Maybe maybe they feel kind of like I do sometimes when I'm at home. I, I can't go and work 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day. That's that's not an issue. You work when you can or, or you serve when you can, and when you're tired, you, you take a break. Mm. So it, it's not like you just have to come in here gung-ho with guns blazing and be busy, busy, busy for 10 or 12 hours a day. You serve where you're needed, when you're needed, and when when you feel that you can. There's all kinds of things, things that, that I never thought of before, who knew that we would do the volunteer laundry? You know, that just never <laughs> right. even occurred to me. <laughs> right. You know, I thought, well, you pack enough clothes, and when you go home, you do your laundry like we do, and you tell me to go on vacation. There's nobody mm-hmm. that tra- trails along with you on vacation and does your laundry while you're there, you know. <laughs> so, you know, just, you know, cleaning the facility, serving the other volunteers, e- even if you're not skilled, it doesn't matter. Right. God can use you where you are. And he will use you where you are. Right. That's right. You know, like we said in the first segment, um, you know, there's something, and in, in Glenda, you've seen this, uh, say after a, a breakfast or, or a time or, or dinner time, you're seeing families working together, just picking up chairs, sweeping the floor, cleaning tables. I've, I've seen like five-year-old kids, you know. With, oh, yes. With a, you know. And, and sometimes those kids are the ones that connect with the families we're serving. You yes. know, I think oh. about some of the widows, Glenda, and the elderly. They they love kids. I mean, I'm elderly exactly. now. I love kids. I love kids, right? And so, you know, you bring your kids to a job site, and a lot of families they'll go out to the site to maybe eight till noon, have lunch with the team, and then after lunch, maybe head back. And and you're allowed to do that. We're not going to fire you. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but you know, I I really think our kids and grandkids need to see love in action, and that's seeing Jesus in action through their parents and grandparents. So if you've never been on a missions trip as a family, eight days of hope 20 is the one to be at March 9th to March 16th. What are you most excited, Glenda, for this trip? That's a loaded question. Come on, man. I love throwing you. Wow. Glenda's speechless. I love it. I got her. Yay. It's a rarely, rarely Come on, happens, Glenda. I'm going to tell Ricky, I, I got gotcha. you. I am most excited to see, uh, homeowners restored in their homes and and living life and and the witness that that we leave the impression that we leave not not that we leave but that the lord leaves through us as we go i'm i'm most anxious to see what god's going to do because he's going to do something i I love it and you're already in tupelo training um we've got a training session with about 125 leaders this week mike and they're coming in different segments, and I, I know I'm shooting right back down there. I just left, you know, yesterday. But thank you, Glenda, and and thank your husband for your leadership, your heart for the brokenhearted, the skill sets that you and Ricky bring are on, mm. like through the charts. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to see you this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be hanging out here uh, in I our know. home away from home. I hear you. You're you all right. Uh, Mike, can it's you that, pray? It's our second home. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is your. It ends up being your second home, and you're, and kind of like yeah. your second family sometimes too. Absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, Glenda, I'm going to pray for you, but just before I do, there's a special day. Uh, I think it's March 11th that you're going to be down there. <laughs> that special day is your birthday. Oh, 
Absolutely. Oh, Mike, absolutely. I, I'm getting my calendar yes. out as you pray, Mike. I love it. God, we thank it, you it so se- much. It seems like the special days, our, our uh, anniversary we spend in Laplace. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it seems like yeah. a special day, and that makes them even more special. Oh, so. my, 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 my. Exactly. God, we thank you so much for uh, Ricky and Glenda. Yes. Just their special, ser- they're just special servants. And, uh, you know, just thank you for their time that they commit, uh, mm-hmm. and thank you for their safety. Thank you for blessing them physically, financially, and spiritually. Let there be a special, something very special that happens on this uh, yes, Amory trip that these two will just just reminisce over and just bring them the joy and the peace that only Christ can, can give. And we thank you uh, for their time, and we look forward to working together with them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Glenda, Amen. say hi to everyone, and I'll see you in a couple of days. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Glenda Russell. She is... Uh, She's amazing, Mike. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's one of our volunteer leaders, one of our 275 volunteer leaders. And, and, and without her and people like her, we couldn't do what we do. No. And what's really amazing is they are, like we said earlier, front lines right there, take the first hit. And just their demeanor, just their, their, the way they right. respond and where, you know, sometimes you want to go, oh, what do you mean? You know, but no, they just, no. they're there for a purpose. They're there for to serve Christ and they do it in excellence. And they're so steady. You know, you, yeah. if you're a contractor and you're listening and you're driving in Arkansas and you're in North Carolina or, or up here in upstate New York, you know how hard it is to lead one project for one family. What if you led hundreds of projects <laughs> for hundreds go. of families with volunteers, not a paid staff, where you tell somebody, go do this, right? <laughs> and if you don't, you're fired. Uh, it's it's the Lord, Mike. Yeah. It's always been the Lord. It, it's just God moving through his people. Well, I think that's what draws people in, too. It's amazing that it's volunteers that are getting Amen. this work done. Amen. Hey, I want to encourage you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube channel. If you go to our YouTube channel, watch some of those videos from past trips, meet some of the families we served, um, some amazing videos on there. Also, want to tell you, uh, as we enter into a new year, the second month of a new year, many of you out there don't have a will. You don't have, if something happened unexpected and you have assets, you have a loved one, you have a child, you're married, you, you own a home, you have a car... We all need to have wills. Eight Days of Hope is partnered with Free Will. Free Will. And Free Will is exactly that. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, and you could get a free will through Eight Days of Hope and uh, do it in about 15 minutes. And it's valid in every single state of America. And so um, what we love, we started this up a couple months ago, and we tell people, hey, if you feel led to leave a little something for eight days of hope, we would be greatly appreciated. And if you leave nothing, you still have an opportunity to get a free will. We all need to have a will, so please do that. Go to 8daysofhope.com. want to thank a couple of our national partners really quick, uh, like our friends down at Grace Church in Houston, Texas. We love you guys. Pastor Booth and the team, the Church of the Woodlands, of the Methodist Church in Houston as well. Thank you for them. Uh, just got to say a shout out to Revive Wesleyan, Mike, mm-hmm. for hosting yes. us while we serve families in need right. in Buffalo, New York, with that snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Thank you to uh, Paul Gartley, uh, Bjorg, and the whole staff there. They were amazing. Oh, so exciting, all of our national partners. But again, in the Buffalo area where you and I live, to yeah. see him step up like Isn't that he? was amazing. 
want to thank Joyce Myers, a hand of hope as well as being for a partner. And then our four partners in Northeast Mississippi as we get ready to go to Amory. And that's Barn Crossing, Auto Group, Crescent Memorial, American Family Radio, and Renaissance Bank. Hey, we are going to Amory, Mississippi, March 9th to March 16th. You're invited. And while you're there, we are messengers, Ben Fuller and Jonathan Trailer. They're going to do a tour stop for you guys because you're that important to them. Sign up today. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Pray for the Ministry of 8 Days of Hope. Volunteer. Would you consider a donation? We need to raise about $750,000 in 44 days. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com or you can make uh, use a cash app as well. All the information is on our website at 8daysofhope.com. I'm Steve. Mike's my friend. He's sitting next to me. We hope you have a good week. Um, thanks for listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.